and welcome to the Pole Performance Podcast, where we bridge the gap between pole dancing, exercise and sports science, with a little bit of injury rehab thrown in as well. My name is Dr. Emily Rausch. I'm a certified chiropractic sports physician who specializes in helping pole dancers learn how to not fuck up their bodies pole dancing and unfuck them when they do. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Pole Performance Podcast. My name is Dr. Emily Rausch, and I am here with Samson and Crypto. I got both doggos in the room with me recording this lovely podcast for you all. Um, Apologies if you hear any dog noises in the background. They are always having a day, it turns out. They just like really like to wrestle and play and don't like to just let me record things and, you know, do my job. It's fine. We're fine. Before we get into today's topic, I do want to remind you all that on Monday, it's my birthday. I love my birthday. It's one of my favorite holidays. It is not a holiday to most people, but it is a holiday to me. And every year I do a special on my webinars. And this year I'm including my PDF downloads. They will both, all of them, be 35% off because I'm turning 35 um, for the entire week. So Monday through Friday, the 22nd through the 26th of January, all of my webinars and PDF downloads will be on sale. I really only do two flash sales a year. One is Black Friday, and I only did one item on sale for Black Friday, and then my birthday week. So if you want to purchase something from me, now is the best time for you to do it if you want to get it at a discount. This week was a banger week for posts on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, I don't know how you found this podcast, but you should be following me because I post really cool information. We talked about back pain with inverting. We talked about creating um, new habits and the science behind that. We chatted about why bracket grip could be hurting your wrist and then uh, making sure to take time to train off the pole if you want to reduce your risk of injury. And then finally, well, as of when I'm recording this, my last post was um, why I hate spin pole. And if you also hate spin pole, don't worry, I have a whole podcast episode about it as well. So you can scroll back through if you want to scroll back through or check the show notes of this one and I will link the why you get dizzy on spin pole episode. What I would love for us to chat about today is actually something that came up in my weekly Q&A. I do it every Monday. It's just like an open box on my Instagram stories where if you want to ask me a question or you have a concern or something, I will go through and potentially answer it. Um, There's some of them that I'm like, I would need to know a lot more information about what you're asking um, before I am able to like actually give you an answer. Um, But some of some of them I'm like, okay, cool, I can make like a post about this in the future or I can like respond to this in my stories real quick. The one that I um, responded to yesterday that I just feel the need to like dive a little bit deeper into is how do you balance your off the pole training with your on the pole training? And the way that I interpreted this was like kind of two different things. One is, are we talking about like training load balance? Like how are you physically balancing the two? And if that's the case, the answer is you need to be very intentional with the structure of your training. Um, Meaning you can't do all the things all at once the body doesn't respond that way. Like it adapts to whatever you expose it to. And if you're like, hey, I want you to get stronger and more flexible and also lose weight and also um, acquire these brand new skills, it's going to be like, hey, fam, 
Um, I can do some of those, but not all of them. So tell me what adaptations you actually are looking for and let's do that. Um, I have a whole webinar on how to structure your training if it's something that you want to deep dive in. I actually recommend the poll goals and the how to structure your training bundle because how you structure your training will depend upon what you want to be able to achieve. And the majority of pole dancers that I talk to have 80,000 different goals and that's going to make it hard to structure your training. So once you have your goal set, you can build your training plan around them. I like to work in three month blocks personally. And so I will have a goal that I'm trying to achieve during that specific block of time. I'm not trying to do all the things all at once. I have narrowed it down. Um, And so then it becomes a lot easier because I know that I am working like either on or off the pole for a very specific goal. And it makes just like training like a lot less overwhelming. Um, And so I typically will have like a strength block, a flexibility block, a skill acquisition block, and then um, a kind of tie it all together block for my, my four different things. And then I... I physically know how many days I can train. I know mentally how many days a week I can train. And I just like plug in like, okay, here's what I'm going to work on each one of these days of the week. While you're focusing on one thing, your other things don't just fall off your plate, right? It's not like, oh, we're going to work really hard on our flexibility for three months and then never touch it ever again until it's the next like flexibility block. No, those go into maintenance mode and you just focus more on gaining whatever block of things that you're in. This is a a big topic that I already have created a webinar around, so be sure to watch that if you want more information. The other way that I interpreted this question, which is what I want to chat more about, is like how do I balance doing all of the all of the training that I want to be able to do um, without my like schedule being overwhelmed? Um, and I went on like a tiny bit of a rant, and I have. I have more ranting to do, which is what the point of this podcast is. I feel like as as just humans, but especially I feel like as people assigned female at birth, people that identify as women, we tend to put our needs for like things that bring us joy and value pretty low on our priority list. Not always, like I'm not trying to like lump all of us into one box, just like in my experience, the women in my life tend to sacrifice a lot of things that we don't ask um, others to, to sacrifice. And I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, I really admire men for their ability to say, no, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Um, And I don't really care how it impacts the other people around me. And I say admire with like a little bit of a a touch of "Mm," because do I think it is completely okay for a lot of the stories that I hear for people that are are married to men to just be like, I worked a 40 hour week and now I'm going to go golf like for eight hours on a Saturday. And like you, my wife have not gotten a break. Um, and like sucks to suck. No, I don't think that's okay. That is a whole nother can of worms that I probably could rant about for a really long time having been recently divorced. Um, But what I want to highlight is it doesn't seem like the men that at least I have in my life um, and have experienced in my life are willing to compromise very often around the things that they need to feel good 
about their existence on this planet. And for that, I admire them. Um, if they, yeah, they don't want to do it. I'm just really, really thinking of like some interactions that I've had recently with my dad and one of my brothers where they they literally were like, this is what I want to do. Um, I am going to do it. And everything else that is on my task list can wait because this is something that is going to be more fulfilling for me in my life right now. And the other things like really, like they're not like a 911 priority. So like whatever, they can wait. And I don't feel like um, that is a, a mindset that a lot of like women have in in my life again. And maybe this is like a sign that the people that I interact with are like potentially dysfunctional. I'm freely open to that feedback as well. But I guess I want to sit and just say, I feel like a lot of women hold guilt for prioritizing themselves and prioritizing the the things that bring them joy and make them feel fulfilled because there's always someone or something or a task or something like there's always something else that like could take a higher priority and we are sometimes a little bit too people pleasery sometimes like don't want people to be disappointed in us sometimes carry a lot of shame a lot of guilt a lot of whatever feelings where we just end up putting ourselves last on our calendar last on our energy list and then we suffer and everyone else around us suffers as well and so this is this has been something that I have had to do a lot of work around um, because I noticed when I was married and it's still like a default thing for me in um, dating a little bit that I'm trying to work through where I am willing to like compromise my schedule or like arrange my schedule around someone else's. Like instead of me being like, no, training is a priority for me. It brings a lot of joy like mental, physical, emotional joy to me and all the other health benefits that come with it. And so I am going to put it on my calendar and I am not going to move it for whoever or whatever. It is, I'm like, I'm worth taking the hour to go to, to a pole class. I'm worth taking the 30 minutes three times a week to do my meat soup maintenance. Like I am worth investing in and I am a priority in my life. Because even though I'm not married anymore and I don't have kids, I still like far too frequently will push my own training like later in the day. Like I know that my my peak time of energy is like there's like two windows and I feel better if I do it in my like morning window, but I will be like, oh, you know, I, I could go train, but I also have this like giant to do list of things. And so like I'm just going to train later. And then the next thing you know, it's like seven o'clock at night and I'm like, well, I missed my class or like now I need to make dinner. And so I'm just like not going to train today. And I noticed that this was a, a habit that I was getting into a pattern that I was getting into. Um, recently, I, I posted a story where I was like, oh, yeah, I planned on training today, but it's already like a lot later than I um, realized. So, like, that's probably not going to happen. And that was like a red flag for me where I'm like, nope, you are not not prioritizing yourself. And that is going to be a habit that is going to be hard to undo once it once it's a habit and is going to have um, like dr drastic and like a lasting impact on my fitness levels and on my my skill levels. So immediately, immediately no. 
And then I had a conversation with one of my friends who was incredibly overwhelmed because she also wants to start prioritizing her training a little bit more and was just really struggling to figure out how she was going to juggle all of the things that were on her plate. She was feeling a lot of overwhelm, a lot of guilt, a lot of shame about not being able to keep up with all of the things. And the... I actually wonder if I could like play the voice notes that I sent her, but I am I like very aggressively was like, look, you can tell me to fuck off because I don't actually live your life. But from the outside looking in, you are not setting up boundaries with both yourself and with the people that are interacting with you. If you are wanting and or needing your training to be your priority, that needs to go into your calendar. And from there, you get to put your other tasks that are like kind of non-negotiable, right? Like if you have an eight to five job, you can't be like, hey, boss, I'm just like not going to go to work today because training is like more of a priority to me. Put in the things that you know you like cannot get out of doing. And then as soon as that is in, your training goes in next. And then everything else, like all the rest of your, your free time and your like energy you can fit in the rest of the things. Yes, this means that some stuff probably is not going to get done as soon as you maybe want it to. But then you need to to sit with yourself and be like, okay, if my training is a priority, that means that, you know, these other fires have to burn. And am I okay with them burning? You're in charge of your life. You get to make that decision. Um, I definitely have had seasons where I'm like, mm, nope, I want my training to be a priority, but actually, um, like, I need to invest more energy into like whatever the other thing was. For a good chunk of my life, it was my previous marriage. Um, so my yeah time with my my ex husband, our like couples counseling sessions, my therapy sessions, like those became a higher priority on my calendar, and so my training became less frequent and. Um, it just became more intense to try and like make up for the fact that I could not train as frequently as I was um, previously. And that was for a season. And then once that season ended, then it was like a reevaluation to be like, okay, here are my things that I have to do every single day, every single week. And my next priority is my training. And then I let fires burn all around me because I am okay with prioritizing myself and my training. And I know this is a lot of me talking about my own personal circumstances and I don't have your life. I have my own life. And so fully, I guess, just want to acknowledge that I, my life might be different than yours. And I do have um, like a, a handful of privileges where, you know, I work for myself. I have access to a pole at home. I have access to my workout equipment at home, which I know is not the reality for everyone. Um, but also want to just put out there that if if something is going to be a priority for you, like what do you need to do to make that actually happen for your life circumstances? And so I guess what I, my point of this kind of ranty, rambly podcast episode is I, my heart hurts to hear the stories of like it's primarily women that I work with. Um, I do work with a handful of men and a handful of non-binary people. And I, I see the differences in how people were socialized and how they were like brought up. You know, do you prioritize the other people in your life and do you self-sacrifice or, or like, are you okay with disappointing people? Um, and not that you need my permission to do like literally fucking anything, but sometimes it is nice to hear that other people 
are doing things and that like their life didn't fall didn't fall apart. Um, I've had a, a few circumstances with that where I'm like, I don't know, like I don't need someone's permission, but it's just nice to hear that like the decision that I'm gonna make it is okay. And so this is me telling you and like Loki giving you permission to be self-centered to whatever degree you feel comfortable with and take the time for yourself that you want and or need for your on and off the pole training. And I'm going to say this applies doubly if you are a parent. Um, some Parents are honestly some of the most like self-sacrificing people in the entire world. And once again, like I, I don't have kids and so I like can't really talk too much about it. But I have seen the difference in parents that prioritize their health and wellness and parents that sacrifice their health and wellness for everyone else to to be okay and there's one that I would love for the world because I feel like it teaches our youth and the the children that you are raising that it is okay for you to like take up space and for you to exist and you don't have to make yourself smaller to make other people around you happy and that movement and health and fitness is really important for like your longevity of life your happiness, your mental health, your emotional health, your your physical health. And you, yeah, you may have to invi- involve your kids in, in some of your training or, you know, maybe you do do whatever you have to do. I'm not a parent, so I'm not here. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I just know that um, far too many people just end up giving themselves crumbs. And I am not about living a crumb life anymore. I want you to eat the whole fucking metaphorical pie. You only have one life, make the absolute most of it. And if pole dancing and training on and off the pole brings you joy, I want you to prioritize your joy. Maybe that's the theme of this episode. Prioritize your joy. Do what you have to do to make yourself happy. Um, Yeah, okay, that's all I got for you. I will catch you in the next one, which will be coming out on the last day of my birthday sale. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. Okay, bye!